This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. Mindy! <clears throat> oh no, I'm sweating like Roger Ebert. M- M- Murphy, you, you are an elf uncontrollably, I think... Uh, we nom yo ho Rangiko. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And that quote, of course, is from the classic season five episode, The Last Temptation of Homer. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And that is the episode we're talking about today. What, what are the chances? I know. It's crazy. It's almost like we planned it out beforehand. <laughs> uh, so, Alan. Yeah. Um, what's up? <laughs> You're really good at this. I am. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a pro. Yeah. You know, we, we have a segment called How Have You Been? Yeah. Do you want to go into that segment? Right away? Yeah. I figured we'd pussyfoot around it a little no, bit. No, I think we should dive right All in. All right, let's dive into it. How you been? I've been pretty good. How about you? Go in more <laughs> detail? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, things are good. I'm going to New York in a week, so that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. You're going to be there for the election? Uh, we're flying out the day of. Oh. So just in time to escape. So. Oh, you're going for a... We're going for a week. You're going for a decent amount of time. That's yeah, great. The first to the eighth. Or That's great. Second to the eighth, something like that. I'm going to be gone basically the same amount of time. I'm going to Halifax. Oh. Yeah. The New York of Canada. Of course. Say. That's yeah. what I've heard it called <laughs> many times. Yes. Um, by you, mostly. Mostly by me. I yeah. don't know why you like Halifax. I perpetuate so much. that, yeah. that uh, slogan. I don't think yeah. they've taken it yet, but. Yeah. They've I gotten mean, my letters. I'm so. gonna I'm gonna go and try and uh, get uh, Splody's autograph. Oh, good. Yeah, the <laughs> Halifax mascot. Jeez, Splody. What a deep, what a deep internet YouTube poll. <laughs> I feel I don't know. Like I know that video really well, but yeah. I don't feel like most people do. No, I don't think they would. Yeah. Anyway, it's, there's a video called. Uh, is it just called Halifax? Get to know the place get we're from. We're from By Halifax. Picnic Face, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Halifax. you might know Picnic Face. They did end up getting a TV show on Comedy Net- Network or whatever. Yeah, but it was canceled after 13 episodes. Yeah, so, so you might not know it at all. Yeah. Anyway. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? We're talking about a different comedy show we right are. now, though. We are. We're talking about South Park. No. What? Greg? No? Oh. How many times? Futurama. <sighs> no. I love Futurama. Hey, Emma Sinclair's <laughs> here. There we go. Pull us out of this nosedive, Emma. <laughs> I appreciate I, it. I don't that know you if brought I us in. pulled you out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of fed the nosedive. <laughs> in a sense, yes. Um, but yes, we are talking about The Simpsons. Yeah, we are. Uh, which we have been for a year and a half. I don't know why you forgot. And we're. And a year ago. In, huh? And a year ago, we had our guest on. We did, According yes. to SoundCloud, it was a year ago. Was it one year ago exactly? I don't know if it's exact, <laughs> but it was That'd almost, be pretty coincidental. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 But so. uh, yeah, our guest today is Emma Sinclair. She was last seen on this podcast. <laughs> Not just ago. in real life, but... <laughs> <laughs> she was at... Yeah, she was missing exist. for a year. She was missing for a year. <laughs> in between this podcast <laughs> dates. We found her, and instead of, you know, getting her to her family, we said, or you need police. to record a podcast yeah. first. So here we are. So how was it being gone for a year? <laughs> Where were you? I think that's the question that's on everybody's mind. Yes, the nation's mind. Where were you? Well, I gotta tell you, I can't tell you. Oh, oh you can't tell. I'll oh, no. never tell. <laughs> I didn't exist. That's what I'm going with. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I didn't exist. It's not that exist. she was missing. I wasn't it's that missing. she was literally, like, non-existent. Oh, she was like, zero. Instead oh, of, you know, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The zero can't theorem. divide by zero. Yeah. So right. literally no time has passed. For you. For me. Wow. So It's been a whole year. We I've, look worse, don't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You've aged horribly. horribly. <laughs> 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 and it all comes nice. back. <laughs> nice. Um, but last time you were on, we were talking about Lisa's Pony, correct? That's right. That and a different correct. one also, but I can't remember. The Lisa. Pony one was the fun one. Yeah, yes. that, was, that was a better one. <laughs> 
But now we're so that was season three. So now we're in season five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for you, it might be a really big gap in terms of uh, style and joke structure. For us, it's just like a natural. We saw the the curve happen, right? Yeah, it's a so, natural progression. Mm-hmm. But uh, feels good. But how have you been aside from that? Fine. Good. Thank you. <laughs> you guys were just in a show together. That's true. Come we on. did just do a show together. Yeah. It's over now. Yes. I saw it right. at the midnight show. Yes, you came to I the midnight show. I was very tired. Mm-hmm. So so were we. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. You had a full day and then you did a show. Yes. Yeah. I just sat on the couch all day and then I came to a show. I don't know what you guys did that day, nor do I want to know. Now, we went to the Flames game. Oh, yeah. You guys <laughs> yeah. went to the Flames game. You're welcome. On your tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, welcome, and you're by done. the way. Uh, they did not win. They and did no. not. And they um, still haven't. <laughs> they have. Uh, they have not won in regulation yet. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so. They won one? I thought they have they lost They won against Buffalo. Them. Okay. They won against Buffalo 4-3 in overtime. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Monaghan, <laughs> Monaghan scored from Goudreau. And I should not. That should not be something that I know. <laughs> but it is because it's the only win that they have. Right, so and isn't it Johnny's only goal so far? Uh, that, well, that was an assist. Monaghan oh, scored sorry. it, and uh, but he has only no, scored once, I think. He's got a goal, yeah. He's yeah. got one goal and one assist yeah. so far. So I think one assist. He so probably pick has, it up. Well, I mean, he Fellas. went first overall in our draft, so I mean, Grayson's upstairs yeah. right now, so I could just laugh <laughs> at him through the floorboards. He went first. Good yeah. went first. Yeah, well, it's Grayson. Grayson, Grayson was picking pick. first, right? Yeah, yeah. so it was like. <laughs> He wanted Goudreau more than and anything. And to be and fair, he knew everyone would troll him. Someone was going <laughs> to yeah. Someone was going to try and try and take him from him. <laughs> but to be fair, the obvious one of the obvious first overall picks of Crosby mm-hmm. ended up being a bad choice. Oh yeah, at least I've, currently. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hopefully he'll come back. Um, that was a that that really fucked me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm still doing better than Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> Great, Ed Corey, and well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he forgets to set his lines. So yeah, I mean, I like that's not something. And he's I going could, to Mexico now, so it's not something I should really write home about. But yeah. you know, at least I won't win the Chris O'Donnell Award <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yet, so it's far, the very, beginning it's very of early. The season. Yeah. It's very early. It's very very early. Yeah. Is that poster just going to get passed around? I don't think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grayson will always lose. <laughs> <laughs> that's rude. Yeah. No, the, the, the Chris O'Donnell Award was kind of like a part and parcel thing where it was like um, I wanted to add an extra little bit of fun to this gift that <laughs> Ali and Catherine found for right. him. For those of you who don't know, and why would you, uh, <laughs> we have a gigantic poster of Chris O'Donnell from Batman Forever hanging in the entrance. It's to not my from Batman house. and Robin. It, I, no, are you oh. sure? Yes, I no am nipples. Positive. No, no there's no nipples, nipples on it. There's nipples on it, and the reason it's from Batman Forever is because there's the bat symbol encircled by the Riddler logo. It Batman was in Batman Forever. Forever, right? Played by yes. Jim Curry. Yep, Jim Curry. Um, Brother of Tim Curry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, wow, that would suck. Well, that <laughs> that was a that was a little segment uh, we like to call sports, 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 sports. Um, and now back to the main program. Yeah. So we are here to talk about the last temptation of Homer. Yes, we are. And uh, this episode is uh, all about Homer being tempted for the last time. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not, but... That's uh, a <clears throat> reference. Yeah. Do you cool. have a uh, uh, synopsis? I do, yeah. Um, but just, you know, talk to Emma for yeah, a second. Yeah, okay, because you're not ready. Uh, he's a pro, everybody. So... <laughs> They've been doing this for years. Yes. <laughs> like, <Sometimes>. literally, literally years. <laughs> so... So that's what's happening right now. So now a female you employee named Mindy is hired at the nuclear power plant. Homer and Mindy find themselves attracted to each other, but even though Homer is very tempted by her, he stays faithful to Marge. Spoilers. Yeah, that's not really a synopsis, more <laughs> of a overview of the whole episode. It's not a preview, it's just like a a literal like a literal synopsis where I it didn't like write says, it. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe you should you have. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this episode was written by Frank Mueller and directed by Carlos Beza. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And originally aired on no- December 9th, 1993. So, Greg, mm-hmm. Emma. Yes. 
What'd you think of this episode? Uh, this is one of those episodes where, like, when I when I rewatch it, I'm like, um, this is good. This is better than I remember it being. Um, simply because when I first saw it on TV, the subject matter made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like the no, I always found that guy stupid and funny. So like. That I, was, I didn't mean that guy specifically. I meant like sex. Anyway, yeah, no, that that like that made me feel uncomfortable because um, my my parents could walk in at any moment, and like <laughs> I was just like I was really uncomfortable with anything that had to deal with that sort of shit mm. with my parents around, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of people are. Some people aren't, but a lot of people are. Um, but it it's it's a really funny episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's got some really, really, really great one-off gags, like the tube. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz. Yeah, walks one in. Just one line. Yeah. yeah. Lionel I Hutz think that was probably line. my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> Get out of my office. Poor guy. We've seen his office. Why is he? Anyway. Well, he's probably <laughs> he's, drinking he's, again. Yeah. Sweet liquor eases the pain. Eventually... Eventually, his office or something like becomes a dumpster, right? Yeah, that's true. He seems to switch offices often. Actually, that's a that's an interesting thing because we when we first see him, it's I can't believe it's a law firm. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if there's like any continuity in terms of where he goes from there. If he ever is in that office again, or if it's like presumed that he lost that office and now he works out of a phone booth, and soon he'll work out of a dumpster, etc. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure we see him in the office again. All right. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, but my idea is that Lionel Hutz regains and loses his office pretty often. He's just not a good lawyer. <laughs> I Wait, think what? That's, that's all <laughs> the subtext there is. <laughs> no, I want to get re- to the heart of this. <laughs> Stop reading into this, Alan. <laughs> no, I need this to know. This isn't like a <laughs> podcast where we break down episodes <laughs> to the little minutia. You're That's right. not what this You're is. Right. What is this, Emma? <laughs> well, as a regular here <laughs> on Two Bad Neighbors, I can tell you. I can tell you it's a podcast where we try and find out where the hell you've been. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of this episode? I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely wasn't the funniest Simpsons episode. I think the um, Bart sideline story is kind of lame. The B story, if you will. The B story, yeah. The Bart story. The Get it? Uh-huh. <laughs> L-O-L. Thank you. Rafflecopter. That means he's laugh- laughing out loud. L-M-F-A-O. Now he's laughing his fucking ass off. <laughs> Continue. Right. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Just need to get that explicit rating. Yes, thank you. Yes. We um, need to earn it. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I understand. I just think that that could be a really funny... Side plot. Side plot. Not even a side plot. It could be really funny, but mm-hmm. they just uh, miss the opportunity because the episode's about Homer. Yeah, it's, it almost feels like a time filler. and mm-hmm. I mean, it is, but it... The the greatest B stories don't feel like time fillers, right? Like yeah. either because they tie into the main story somewhat, or because they're just funny enough on their own. Um, this one tries to tie it in a little bit with when Homer's like, you know, oh my loving family, everything's okay at home, and then that's it's like, literally the only yeah. time it crosses though. And then it's like, oh, they're all weird, so maybe I should be with this redheaded beauty. I gotta say, like this episode is funny, but the more I think about it, the less it stacks up to the rest of what we've seen so far this season. Yeah, that's fair. I think um, it's got some of my favorite jokes it's within got it. great jokes, yeah, but um, we got to get Which I'll mention once we get de- get to that point. Yeah. But uh, but even like when you're watching this episode, I was, I was like, I don't remember any specific jokes in this episode that I really like until they happen. And I'm yeah. like, oh, right, that's in this episode. Like the very first one, just right off the top. The uh, like, painting the lines. Yeah, painting the lines like a foot closer together mm-hmm. it's it's brilliant yeah right and that's another example of bart just being kind of a genius mischievous yeah and it's it's super funny to to see all of these teachers just going crazy and all that <laughs> and the skinner kerbopple dynamic is always funny yeah so. that's it's really great and uh 
I always forget what episode that's in. Yeah. Right? Because, uh, like, it has Because it's really just, all it is is to make it, you know, Bart get in trouble. Yeah. Which any of his pranks can be used, mm-hmm. you know, as placeholder for that, so. Mm-hmm. It's like how you probably won't remember any specific episode that Jim's pranks are in. Who? Jim from The Office. Oh. <laughs> it's like Jimbo? <laughs> Jimbo Jones? No, Jim, Simpsons Jim Curry. Jim Curry. <laughs> oh, Jim Curry, yes. Jim Curry, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bart gets in trouble, and that is what we... This is the first time we really see that he has kind of a vision problem. Yeah, it's never been mentioned before. Yeah, and then it's, you know, Krabappel has that line of like, oh, could like your years of uh, bad school work be because of a vision problem all this time? And uh, I think we can assume it's not that. No. <laughs> it's because he doesn't want to do it. He had a temporary lazy eye. Yeah. So <laughs> Prescription glasses fixed that in two weeks. Wandering, That's a thing? Is that a thing? I don't, I don't think so. I've never heard of it being a Aren't thing. Aren't you an optometrist? Yes. Oh. So, so, so no, then. It's not a thing. No, I'm not an optometrist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the I lied. Broken so quickly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Such a mess of things. That'd be like that's like the, that's like the cure to any <laughs> so sitcom. So did Bart. Hmm? What? <laughs> I said that's the cure to any sitcom. When someone like had like has to tell a lie for some reason, and then the whole episode is about them, you know, perpetuating that lie. Sure. If they just go, nod, nah, sorry, I I shouldn't have said that. And actually, in Simpsons, they do it in Fear of Flying, which is one of my favorite jokes in that episode. When Homer pretends to be a pilot, and then the guy's like, "We, you know, we need someone to fly," and he's like. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm not really... Or he's like, hey, you're not just pretending to be a pilot to get free drinks, are you? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> you fly boys crack me up. And then he, like, forces him to fly a plane. Because <laughs> that's what you think when you watch that episode, is that's what the, the premise is going to be, right? Like, oh, he's prete- he needs to pretend to be a pilot now for the rest of the episode. But immediately he's like, no, I'm not a pilot. Why yeah. would I pretend this and endanger so many people's lives? And so I think that's really funny. It's quite a lucid moment from Homer. Yes. Which is... Which is nice to know that he's never, that in the early days, he's not malicious about his stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> That's another example of that. He just wants beer. Yeah. Um, this, this episode has always been like pretty problematic in the fact that the, like, I agree with you that the B story um, doesn't really, it doesn't, it literally doesn't go anywhere, right? Um, no. it's, it's just there to be like, oh, we couldn't think of, anything to put in here, but they could have put in more character building moments with Homer and Mindy to show like why exactly, or like with Homer and his family to mm-hmm. show him like just more with Homer, just fo- like tighten the focus. Right. And you, you can find 20 minutes in that. Or right? even like Homer confides in Mo that he's only like someone else. Like that's, Fodder for Mo to go after Marge. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that, is, that yeah. could have yeah. been Midge. <laughs> yeah, right. Some posies. Yeah. A good caught me at a real bad time, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you understand. I'm too tense to pretend I like you. Yeah, Hello. yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, I think overall, I think the episode is just decent in that I enjoy it and I like the kind of different uh, story than Colonel Homer in terms of Homer kind of, you know, being tempted with another woman or whatnot. That's one we can um, definitely draw comparison to. Yeah. Well, because in that one, it's it's very much about her, like, instantly being attracted to Homer and him being oblivious to it, right? Mm-hmm. And him just wanting to be her manager and just, like, that's that's really all it is until, like, near the end when he kind of realizes what's happening. And we've talked about that at length in that episode, so you can check that out if you want. You have um, watched that episode Yes, that's already. in season three as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the difference here is that Homer immediately knows he's attracted to this woman, and it, and it causes him some stress because he's like, you know, obviously he's a, he's a married man and he's loyal and he doesn't want to cheat on Marge, but he's just like, I've never like actually felt this much of a connection both physically and intellectually to a woman that I have before. And she's c- attracted to him as well. So it's like this thing where it's like he's thrust into this position where here's this more or less on paper perfect woman for him 
does he, you know, try and pursue that or does he stay loyal to Marge because, you know, that's the true love of his life kind of thing. It's his soulmate, you know. So it's an interesting dynamic to play with. Um, and I think it, it more or less works. I think it works really well because the character of Mindy never seems um, like a quote-unquote homewrecker. Uh, you know, she's not, like, trying to get Homer to cheat on Marge. She's more or less just along for the ride, and she realizes she's attracted to him as well, but she never, she's never like, you need to leave your, your wife for me, and she's trying to fight the feelings as well because he's married, all that kind of stuff. And even at the end, like, she's, she's kind of like, you know, like this, like, this would be great, but I don't want you to do it if you don't want to kind of thing. You know what I mean? I do. Great. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Right, moving on. <laughs> good, good discussion, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you 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 said it really well. Yeah, okay. and you made some really good points. <laughs> I, I would add to it, but I would just be reiterating. Yeah. Nothing additional. <laughs> All right. So uh, I have that does it for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. I uh, have no notes. Okay. Sight unseen. <laughs> published. Um, but so let's back up a bit and talk about how we get to this point. Or we could just talk more about like, we could talk about memes. Huh? We could talk about new internet memes. No. You guys see the new auto tune, the news? Just stop. (laughs) You're the worst. What is happening? I don't know. I never know. Um, I, I was just, I was just trying to just point out that you did it very well. Okay. And And maybe, maybe we don't have to fill time by talking about the episode anymore we could just talk about funny internet memes (laughs) because that's what our listeners are looking for yeah i have this one where it's a where it's a hamster falling asleep Mm -hmm. and it's just like (sighs) and it closes its eyes and it's asleep (laughs) all right right, i'm done backing up (laughs) what were you gonna say (laughs) i don't remember my throat got clogged from all that bullshit um so (laughs) it's okay no, uh, I was I was just gonna say let's like uh, let's talk about kind of the the plot in a sense. So the reason why Mindy even gets hired is because they lose. Is it Charlie? Is that his name? God, I think it is. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a yeah. guy's name yeah. uh, who gets sucked into the pneumatic tube <laughs> and transported to India. I guess. <laughs> Where they make him dance, which apparently was in there when they moved in, when Burns moved in. Yeah. So I don't know how lo- long ago that was. Because Before that, though, Homer killed somebody. Oh yes. Let's just put that on the table, okay? <laughs> Homer in this episode, not intentional, but Manslaughter. He's, he's a murderer, right? Like a murderer. Like he's he's the the guy's fiddling with radioactive plutonium, and that was it redundant. And Homer's <laughs> like, watch this, and pokes his butt with the the rod thing, mm-hmm. and it causes dr- him to drop it. Drops it, and then dies. The guy's dead. <laughs> And it's, it's like, oh no, the well the the glass will protect us, and then it starts seeping in. And it's mm-hmm. like we got to get out of here, and they try and get out of there, but the door is painted on. Yeah, they don't have a real emergency exit. And uh, one of my favorite jokes in this episode is, I will not bore you with the details <laughs> of our uh, incredible Miraculous escape. escape. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a great way to <laughs> to smash cut to the yeah. next scene without explaining what happened. Yeah, but uh, suffice to say, we need real emergency exits. I also like how quickly Carl becomes the panicky one in this moment. <laughs> yeah. We're all doomed! Doomed! Because <laughs> <laughs> usually he's pretty level-headed, I'd yeah. say, and Lenny's more of the wild card. <laughs> um, Not Lenny. But I, <laughs> I just love how he's like, you're fired, puts him in the tube, and then they're just like, well, we got to find a new person for that position. <laughs> like, yeah. We have no idea what we just did that, man. And apparently he's dancing in India now, so. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's fine. Does he come back? He probably comes back. I don't remember. I was thinking about that when we were watching this, actually. I'm like, is that the last we ever see that character? It's possible. It's possible. We'll find out. Yeah. And uh, they have to hire a, a woman, yeah. basically, because of his... Well, he tries Mr. to hire Zutroy first. Mr. Burns' yeah. terrible <laughs> gender uh, uh, hiring policies. Yeah, he's, uh, he's sexist. Yeah. Well, yeah. just his bad hiring policies. Right. Because yeah. a, a, he's got duck a duck as well. <laughs> Stewart. is uh, one of his employees. He seems to be doing a good job, though. I mean... Yeah. Follows Probably orders. doing more work than Homer. Than, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, t- a brick does more work than Homer. Like, <laughs> that's one of the things they use to replace him. Right. Yes. They tie a or brick a to a lever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I do like that one. Yes. The chicken. <laughs> That's great. And I, and I gave her a good home. But Homer's immediately smitten with this new woman. Yes. Uh, voiced by? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. Pfeiffer. 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 Yeah. Pfeiffer. And she is great. She is. Yeah. You may know her from such films as Dangerous Minds. The Deep End of the Ocean. Beneath. The Deep End of the Ocean. Is that a real movie? Yep. Oh, it is. I remember that movie. Yeah. It is uh, It is a quintessential. It's like her little boy gets goes missing. Yeah, it's a quintessential 90s tearjerker. And then he comes back, <laughs> but they're not you know sure what if I it's mean? actually him. I do. Like movies like that and Where the Heart Is. Yes. Stepmom. Stepmom. Fuck. The yeah. Cider House Rules. The Cider House Rules. You know, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit. Quintessential 90s tearjerkers. Yeah. That's just a great... Yeah. I love that. That's, that's <laughs> hilarious. It's a good brand for those kinds yeah. of movies. Thank you. I just came up with that off the top of my head. So proud of you. But she's oh. also in a movie called Batman Returns. Seen it? No. Heard of this? I've never heard of this. Not oh. familiar. Batman is a muscular gentleman who uh-huh. fights crime nocturnally. Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got to say that. Thank you for knocking that one down. Um, that one's that was my it's favorite because so Dan Castellaneta yeah. plays that character on yeah. Parks and Recreation. Yeah. He says that line anyway. This is um, have you seen that? Yes, I've seen that. <laughs> I love that guy. This is Derry Burbles <laughs> filling in for Ken Biancooli. <laughs> thoughts for your thoughts. All right. So anyway. Let's get back on track here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was in Batman Returns. She was, That yes. was my favorite of the first four Batman movies. Hmm. Uh, what do you think about the very first one? I just watched it like two oh, did you, ago. Did you see it with the fifth reel? Yeah. Sweet. Um, For the first time Those of you who haven't time. been to a fifth reel showing, you should go see those. Yeah. They're, they're pretty they're cool. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. they're good times. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. It's not great. No, of, <laughs> of the original Batman. Um, Jack Nicholson's great, though. He's very good. I love um, watching him. Michael Keaton is fine. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really get much to do. He yeah. gets more to do in Batman Returns, mm-hmm. but he's constantly sidelined, which is a shame because he's a fascinating actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would have been just... Uh, he's wasted, I think, in those movies. Um, yeah, the, I think one of the things that really ruins the movie is... The Prince songs <laughs> and the fact that Tim Burton directed it. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how to direct an action scene at all. Oh, no. Yeah, there was n- nothing exciting in this movie. Yeah. Like, I thought Christopher Nolan couldn't direct an action sequence, <laughs> but Tim Burton's just awful at it. Just awful. Also, Kim Basinger is terrible. In this oh, movie. yeah. She's very bad. She's Vicky very Dale. bad. She just screams. That's all she does. Yeah. Literally, like she screams when she's in danger, which yeah. is fine. But then she screams when just like Bruce Wayne shows up behind her. Yeah. Like, also, Hello. Alfred lets <laughs> her into the Batcave. Yeah. What the hell is that? That's a breach of trust, <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> it was great. Uh, at, the, at the screening, someone shouted out, you're fired, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I don't like that, Alfred. Oh, Michael Go or Gao, however you pronounce it. Michael Goh. Goh. Goo. I thought he's fine. He's a fine I Alfred. never liked him as Alfred. Anyway. Mostly because he committed the cardinal sin of letting someone in <laughs> to the Batcave. Also, he made those suits with nipples on them. Mm. He was the one who did that. Mm. Everyone, the, everyone needs a hobby. In the context of the story. Also, um, he like he wanted Bruce to marry Vicky Vale, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, that was a, a weird running plot thread in that movie where he's just like, well, sir, she's pretty great. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I think I'm in love with her. It's like, you've been on one date. <laughs> That like, being said, happening? Batman Returns is much better. Yes, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm, yeah, who's in this episode? Yeah, and that's how you get back on track. And ah, we're back on track. <laughs> okay, here we are. Yeah. Um, you guys I could should talk do about a Batman podcast. I, I should do a Batman <laughs> no, you podcast. Really shouldn't. I really should. I'll do a Batman miniseries. It'll be about Batman <laughs> and friends. And the those are going to be so long. Each one, two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Because we will play a movie in the background. What? 
and well, it's not gonna like it's it'll be like muted, but that'll be our time limit. Is the length of Batman begins, and then the Dark Knight. I don't like and it. And then the Dark Knight rises. It's a terrible idea. I think Kill it's amazing. Now. Hey? Kill me now. I think I know at least three people who would be on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then those three people are also the only ones who will listen to it. <laughs> I think I know three other people who would listen to it. Is one your mom? No. Oh, what a good question. She hates his My podcast. <laughs> hates that I do this. <laughs> She thinks this is the biggest waste of my time and effort <laughs> that I've ever done. Ever done. Mm. Ever. And you went to theater school. And I went to theater school <laughs> for five years. We all went to theater school. Yeah. So it wasn't even just a burn on you. It was a burn, it's on, burn on all on three school. of us. Yeah, yeah. And theater school in and general. And theater yeah. school. Yeah. And everybody who lives in this, t- in this house. Yeah. Except Catherine. <laughs> well, she went to theater school. Yeah, but she's making a living out of it. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. She wins. Yeah. <laughs> she She's the winner. Yeah. yeah. She is the wiener. So. So. Anyway. Pfeiffer <laughs> does a voice in this yes. episode of The Simpsons. Mindy Simmons. Which is like a similar name to Simpson. Uh, coincidence? Is it? It is. Well, I think the writers put it in as like a. Like, oh, that's how similar she is to Homer. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a very small thing, but I think it's purposeful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, she likes donuts and she beer. She loves napping. And TV. TV. And napping. Yeah. And she does the little thing that Homer does. And, and room chili service. dogs. Yeah. So Homer's uh, obviously very attracted to her. Uh, he, or at least we learn, I'm sure he kind of picks up on it too, that she's also attracted to him, mostly in the elevator scene. Um, which is a, a joke I didn't get when, as a kid, by the way. Oh, what? I'll just push the button on the stimulator? Well, that, that too. I thought he, he just misspoke. I yeah. thought all the whole time it was just mis, misspeaking. I didn't realize it was all in Going window. down together. Going down together. Off getting together. off together. Yeah. No idea. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you were sweet, supposed to get sweet, it. innocent Alan. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but they're both trying to think of unsexy thoughts. And so that's how sure. they kind of realize that they're both into each other. Uh, Homer inexplicably slides down a cooling tower. That's one part in this episode I do not like. Uh, yeah, they were definitely trying to go for like him falling off a building, but like, it just—it's just like it's yeah, a little too dying. outside of reality for the show. You know, that also, they do sometimes. how would why would there be an elevator in the cooling tower? Exactly, there wouldn't. That's why it's not funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's unrealistic. That's a, that's a joke that never worked for me, even as far back as being a child. Yeah, I could understand that there wouldn't be an elevator. I was trying in the to like tower. place it in my. I was trying to find out, like, figure out the logistics. I'm like, okay, so the the elevator is like on the <laughs> side of the tower, but then there's smoke at the top, so it must be like a little one inside, and it kind of goes like uh, curves around, and and it was just like too much, and then I was just like, it's dumb. Hope Carlos Boo. Beza got fired for that blunder. Yeah. <laughs> you had to look up the writer, didn't you? Director. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he was the director. Well, maybe the writer, writer doesn't have anything it. to do with it. He might. In this, in television, he, he could write, and then Homer falls down a cooling tower. No, you don't know. No. Do you work in television? Yeah. Oh, okay. Moving on. So there's lots of lies in this episode. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> Uh, Homer goes home to his caring family thinking, you know, ah, oh, that's okay. I won't worry about her because I've got a loving family. And Marge has got a cold, so she's all stuffed up. And Homer says, ew. <laughs> this is the only time the B plot and the A plot Merge. crisscross. Yes. And they barely do. Also, Grandpa makes a cameo. <laughs> it's a yep. good one. Yeah. <laughs> all the little cameos are very funny. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Agreed. That raccoon stole my lamb chop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As he's chasing Santa's little helper. <laughs> he's carrying his slipper, right? I, no, he's wearing both of his oh, is slippers. He? Okay. So I maybe I, th- I thought he was sure. holding something in his mouth, but I can't remember what it is now. It's definitely not a lamb chop. I thought it was I'm his teeth sure. to begin oh. with, but it's not. Because he has that, he has a certain voice. Yeah. When, like, right. Like when Bart steals him. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So, not that. And Lisa, the only thing they could get Lisa to be like weird about was the fish sticks thing, which is always just like, 
I don't know. It's a little bizarre. You were throwing like, darts at a board yeah, like this, the, weren't you? <laughs> like, yeah. Lisa's the most normal one in that family, yeah. and so they had to give her something, and it's, that's what they chose? I don't know. It seemed weird to me. Because she could have just been saying something like intellectual or something that Homer hates, and that would fit the character, and it would make sense. could literally have walked in playing her saxophone. Sure, yeah. Right? That, just exactly, to add to the noise. Yeah, that's like a perfect example of a thing that Homer's annoyed by already by her. So, I, yeah, it was a really weird thing. I wonder if they were just like, it was a joke in the bucket somewhere that they wanted to use at some point. <laughs> like, may, or like someone, like one of the writer's kids did that once, like burned fish sticks. Oh, and yeah, they're, probably. They're like, ah, oh, that's funny. Let's use it. Yeah. They're burnt on the outside, but frozen, frozen on, on the, the inside. inside. How do you do that? What were you cooking them in? The uh, broiler? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably turn it on broiler and then it just like... <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Whoosh. It does not... Even out, Lisa. You should know that, you stupid idiot. Jesus sorry. Christ. <laughs> Got a little upset. But then it. her next part, her in the bathroom with Homer, is very funny. That's my um, that's my favorite scene. Oh, the when he's singing the mm-hmm. Mandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> I that's do my like favorite that part of the entire episode. Uh, <laughs> it's the one part that sticks with me um, constantly. Uh, it's it's the one part that I like. Just I can't hear that song without thinking of this. Yeah, thing. yeah, mm-hmm. that I keep going back to in this one. It's like when he says Mindy and finishes with Andy, <laughs> and then Lisa calls him out on being infatuated with a woman named Mindy or, or a man, man named Mandy. Andy. <laughs> that just makes me laugh so hard. And then Homer being like, Lisa, so, what's that? She's so smug about it, too. She's like, yeah. oh, a man named Andy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got your secret, Dad. Um. And yeah, that the way he gets gets out of it is, so, works so well. Where so she's like, homer. I'm not gonna fall for that, Dad. And then he's like very serious and very sincere about it. And so yeah. she turns and immediately he says, Sucker, and runs away. Yeah. This is all during the uh second act of the episode where he also goes to we're like we're finding out that uh Mindy's very similar to him and that they are kind of a good match, and he also goes to the bar, right? And tries to confide in Mo. Mm-hmm. Uh and he mentions that he has a friend named Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. It's the worst <laughs> name I ever heard. And then Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo bursts into tears and runs He's away. He's apparently a friend of Barney's. Yeah. Or at least Barney met him that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can presume that Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo will never be back to that bar. Yeah. And um, therefore never back in never the Never seen up, again. Yes. Too bad. Great yeah. name. Yeah. Great name. <laughs> I wonder, if, there, I wonder if he's, he's friends with uh, Guy Incognito. Probably. Yeah. I he had a bad experience at Moe's also. Guy Incognito. <laughs> Homer? Who is Homer? Uh, is that Fear Flying? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's the second time that's come up in this episode that is not about Fear of Flying. Stay I'm on sorry. topic. <laughs> <laughs> I like You're the, the first act of that episode. <laughs> Crazy Clown Thank Airlines. You. Thank you, Emma, for calling me out on it. <laughs> Um, and so Homer, uh, also after he goes to Mo, uh, he goes to the hotline, yeah, like marital problem hotline. Yeah, who I guess that I guess Ned runs, of or course. at least is an operator for because probably volunteer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what an asshole Ned is in this moment. Yeah. Um, I don't think intentionally, but like that's a, that's a t- like he he should get fired from that job if he's uh-huh. paid at all. Uh, like I said, he probably volunteers, but he should still be let go because yep. that's not the way to solve people's marital problems. Oh, let's just conference you in with Marge. Oh, immediately. Homer Simpson. It's pretty smug, too. Yeah. yeah. Homer Simpson. Well, it's a dilly of a pickle. pickle. Yeah. yeah. Gah. But then uh, then we get our fantasy sequence where Homer is visited by his guardian angel. Isaac takes Newton. on the form of someone he would recognize, Sir Isaac Newton. Yeah. Sir Isa who? <laughs> and then... Very well. And he turns into Colonel Clink. Um, I had no idea were... what Hogan's Heroes oh, was okay. when I saw this episode. Um, and so I was just like, this is a funny character. <laughs> and I also didn't realize until today, actually, that it was the actor who played Colonel Clink voicing him. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh. thought it was just one of the... like he. I, I, th- I feel like in my brain he sounds close enough to some of the regulars that I just yeah. thought it was you know one of the... Like Dan or, or uh, Hank... But, uh, yeah, but it's not. It's, a, it's the actual actors. So. I had no idea. I totally thought it was one of those guys. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Did you ever see Hogan's Heroes? I never saw Hogan's Heroes. Did this? Did the joke go right over your head when you no, first saw like this I, one? Yeah, when I first saw it. Yeah. Like now, obviously, yeah, it clicks. Yeah. But yeah, I had no idea who that character was. Um, I was actually like giddy with joy when I first saw this episode because I was like, "Oh, that's Colonel Clegg." Because my father watched <laughs> Hogan's Heroes all the time <laughs> because my father loves Mash <laughs> and Hogan's Heroes or sitcoms is uh, Hogan Hogan's Heroes is like a worse version of that, um, and uh, also like when you get to a certain age, like. Patton Oswald says it, you get really into World War II. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you get really, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like you know, I was reading this book about Rommel the other day, and <laughs> oh my God, I'm 50. <laughs> and uh, that's my dad at age yeah. 40. So, and now he's 53 or 54, <laughs> something like that. Um, but even without knowing any of the references, I loved the character of Colonel Clink. I just thought he was yeah. a funny character. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> yeah. like, kind of funny looking. Yeah, and just, and like, kind of some of his mannerisms, like his head shakes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the animation, I think, is really great. Um, Homer. <laughs> um, but he shows him what life would be like if he had married Mindy. And apparently they're very rich and very happy. It's a clear fantasy sequence. Yes. Right? Like, this is clearly a, a, a near-concussion-induced dream mm-hmm. that... Yeah, I Homer's think it's safe Havoc. to say that it's this is all in Homer's head. This is what yeah. he just like is thinking might have been. It's not in any way like an it's a wonderful life. Actually what things would have been like if you weren't uh alive. Yeah, one of, of the thing. one of the interesting things about this episode, I think, is that it um it provides the like a common a a common thing that people in like long-term relationships, marriages do run into. They're like they're they're like oh here's another here's a different person right and like wouldn't it be interesting if I was with them but mm-hmm. like you're seeing the, the what ifs go through yeah your you're brain. seeing the what ifs go through your brain and it's always great of course right? grass is always yeah. greener yeah grass is always greener and then you are like well that's crazy right <laughs> like because and this this episode is really pointing that out where it's and like, what's interesting is that he he not only thinks like oh like my life would be great but he's also like in his brain he's thinking that marge, marge would yeah. have been way better off without me yeah you know and which you could argue might be true <laughs> yeah that that actually, marge is way better yeah. than him but yeah but it's also like <clears throat> obviously it's him like putting it to the upper echelon of like she would be the president of the united states if yeah. i'd left her you know like it's yeah. very much his uh, his inner like guilt, his inner turmoil. Like battling. you would have three free murders. <laughs> <laughs> you can only use them while you're in office. Yep. Once you're out, they're, they're gone. gone. Yeah, that's a <laughs> terrible episode. Yeah, um, it is. He goes looking for Lincoln's future gold. one for Lisa's wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh no, sorry, that's a different one. Lisa's wedding Lisa's is a wedding good is a good one. <clears throat> oh. It's the one where Lisa's president. Yeah, and okay, Bart is a freeloading brother. Yeah, it's in like nine or ten. It's, I've seen. Lisa's I think it's wedding. eleven. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Lisa's wedding is not good. Lisa's wedding is that's good. a great episode. Yeah. yeah, it's Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, as Hugh Parkfield, Nigo Montoya himself. Correct. Yeah, or Saul from Homeland. Anyway, um, I never watched Homeland. Is it good? Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the first season especially. Uh, I've only watched the second. I hear she freaks out a lot, like a lot. Yeah, well, she's got uh, mental. Uh, issues. Why is she a CIA agent? That's a whole thread of the plot. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's whether she can do her job. She doesn't tell anyone. Uh, a couple yeah, I think people she know. Has bipolar disorder. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, like her father knows, and Saul, Mandy Patinkin, her like boss knows, but it's like kept from everyone else. Right. And so that's like the struggle is like how how do I you know balance this with doing my job? And Mandy Patinkin's always like, you know, I don't know if you're actually doing your job well right now or if you're just crazy. <laughs> like, he doesn't actually say that, but that's, like, the, the struggle he has all the time with some of the things she says. Well, she's like, oh, this guy's a terrorist. Anyway. Right. Yeah, show. the first season's really great. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I should watch it. I do like Damian Lewis. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's in the first three seasons, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. There we go. There we go. Yeah. And back on track. So Homer uh, eventually decides, you know, he'll just avoid her as mm-hmm. much as possible. That ain't going to happen. And, of course, fate has a different 
thing in store for him. Slash Burns. Slash, yeah. <laughs> uh, and let's, um, I think I'm going to nominate Burns for our MVP of this episode once again. I always do. Yeah, he <laughs> is so funny in in this one, just like with the tube, with uh, Zootroy is as American as Apple, uh, as apple Pie, um, and with the Flying monkeys, monkeys, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> uh, continue the research. Um, yeah, so Burns sends them off to an energy conference in mm-hmm. glorious capital city, the Windy Apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, is this a, that's stupid. This is only funny. like the second or third time Capital City's come up, I think. Well, there's Dancing Homer with yeah, Capital City Goofball. He goes to Capital City there. But it's, like, it's not referenced that often. But they no. did use it as a placeholder when they can't use like an actual big city. Yeah. Um but uh but I love it. Capital City, Ogdenville, <laughs> North Haberbrook. Put them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> They're monorails. <laughs> Emma. Yeah. I mean, yeah Emma. Have, yeah. <laughs> Try and keep up. <laughs> they have monorails. <laughs> Should I just leave? <laughs> that might be best. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) see you in another year. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go to this conference and, uh, there's all this, basically it's like, uh, fate in a sense, pushing them towards each other more and more, continuing to tempt him as much as possible, you know, putting him in a, a hotel room right next to each other. Um, and, uh, king and queen of the conference or whatever. I would like to point out another good joke yes please. Uh, during the conference is the solar oh my god power <sighs> joke that's so good and poor little hans mole man <laughs> who dies once again yeah does this work <laughs> yes of course it does yeah, well uh, best of luck <laughs> just, and he kills him, kills him. <laughs> we assume because we see them putting a blanket over him as yeah, they, I, they put him in a sack yeah and then they get rid of all of the solar energy. Yeah. And then it's fossil fuel. Use us and no one gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's an excellent, That's excellent a joke. joke. Uh, immediately followed by, like, the stop poisoning the planet. <laughs> Go to hell. Yeah. No more Chernobyls. <laughs> then he throws, you throws a brick. And then he throws yeah. a brick. I yeah. assume that comes with the booth. Like, here's your bricks, just in case you need to throw it at protest- protesters. Like... Damn. Uh, here's one. Of the, here's something interesting, though. Nuclear power is relatively safe and clean, mm-hmm. and it's so they've gotten to you too, have they? <laughs> it's one of those. Um, it's one of those incredibly uh, stigmatized energy sources that um, Alberta would actually be pretty good if they adopted, because we are not on a fault line. <laughs> You know what I mean by that? No. Yes. A lot of meltdowns happen because of earthquakes. Oh, yeah. Makes right? sense. Um, which is why they've happened or close to have happened in California and in Japan. Uh, there's no fault lines in Alberta. Yay. Right? Um, we could easily That's have... That's why I've never experienced an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> we could easily that have... Was just lucky. Nuclear power here. Sustainable, renewable energy forever. But people are terrified of nuclear power because yeah. it's nuclear. Thank you for that plug. Yeah, you're welcome, or Greg. I've seen I what mean, it does what? I've I've seen seen I said because of the Simpsons. It I've poisons seen it the planet. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't though. Stumble upon your game of hide fish. the ooze. It makes three <laughs> fish. <laughs> and squirrels with laser beam eyes and long tongues. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about the laser beam, <laughs> the cyclops squirrel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cute squirrel. <laughs> if you say so yeah things are definitely pushing mindy and homer together especially the um, you will find happiness with a new love fortune cookie mm-hmm. uh, which is one of two barrels they have at this restaurant only at two madam chow's yes madam chow's um and <laughs> why is that so funny why as alan pointed out it looks it's... like madam chaos oh shit <laughs> That's a. That's so I'm, I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> I'm losing it. Yeah, I know. hang on. Oh my god. Um. So anyway, <laughs> Emma. <laughs> yes, Alan. Uh. So. 
I I mean I I reference whenever I get a fortune cookie I reference this moment or you are a coward uh, <laughs> almost hundred percent you are a coward what's that that's from, from uh, I think it's from a meal host divided I can't remember hundred percent so please write in and <laughs> correct me it listeners is. but it's uh, Marge saying like I shouldn't have uh, all the North Korean North fortune, Korean yeah, fortune that's cookies right. yeah. you are a coward no one wants to hear that after a nice meal. <laughs> So that's what my mind always thinks of when I think of fortune cookies. They either do this a one lot of or, fortune cookie yeah. jokes. You will find love on Flag Day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Burns. Yep. And uh, but no. Nope. <laughs> what episode is that? I don't know. One. The one with Flag Day. <laughs> the one with Flag Day where Burns finds love. Yeah. Talks about Calvin Coolidge. It's a it's a later one for sure. I don't know that episode super well. I definitely don't. That's a. Good poll. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, like I always say, I'm your expert for seasons three through eight. Anywhere outside of that, I will often know what you're talking about, but not be an expert. So don't okay. write it. Don't write in. All right, <laughs> please <laughs> validate me. I'm, I'm ever so smart. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, you are. God. Okay. <laughs> Whew. Whew. <laughs> Evaluate and rank me. <laughs> Great me! <laughs> Things have gotten weird yeah. here. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Homer basically, I, th- I feel like the moment where he reads the fortune cookie is when he kind of relents and he's kind of like, well, I guess it's happening. Like, yep. the world is telling me yep. I'm supposed to be with this woman and not with my, my wife. And, and But he's like torn up about it. So it's like this weird kind of dynamic where, uh, you know, they're in the hotel room and he's like, you know, crying. It's definitely a moment like we're where you have would, sex. Yeah, it's definitely a moment where you'd be like, "Do we still like Homer or not?" Mm-hmm. And the way that they perform his dilemma makes you definitely you're still you're still in his corner, still mm-hmm. on his side. Um, and you can, I feel like you can more or less understand his uh, his like you said his dilemma um, in his character, like mm-hmm. knowing his character, right? Because he's <clears throat> he's not like well. This this one's perfect for me. I'm just gonna dive right into it. He's like, like the world seems to be telling me this is what I need to do. So I I guess I should do it. Like he's very uh, hesitant about it. Mm-hmm. But in the end, of course, as we know, he chooses his wife. Yeah, that always confused me. <laughs> me too. I was like, <laughs> so did he just like call her up? Yeah, and be like, just, hey, come to this hotel in Capital City. Yeah, drive that here. I was with this other woman with. Yeah, drive here and. Like, and try, we'll do it. And, yeah, yeah, that's the one thing about this episode. It's like, March is never kept in the loop yep. about what's going on with him. Like, he does kiss Mindy. Yep. They do kiss. Yep. But, like, I feel like if he just told Marge at the beginning, oh, I'm attracted to this other woman, she'd be like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Don't act on it. <laughs> but, you know, attraction is fine. <laughs> well, they have a, a clip show later that's all about love. Uh and uh they reference specific ones with both marge and homer where they were almost in in infidelis infidelis adulterous sure (laughs) um and so there's marge with jacques the Mm -hmm. bowling instructor and then homer with this this character and in both cases when they're telling these stories to their kids in the clip show both like homer's like marge i never want you to see this jacques person again like, because this is the first he's learning of it. And then the same thing with Mindy, right? Like, she's, she gets really mad about Mindy. Um, I don't remember exactly what, how she reacts, but I remember her being mad. Because <laughs> like, hap- she had never heard of it before. Well, she says, what happened to Mindy? It's like, uh, she got... Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, Bart or Lisa asks, what happened to Mindy? Yeah. And then uh, Marge is like, yes, what did happen with Mindy? Like, she's like... And Homer says, like, she uh, she she got, like... She, she she like got into a downward spiral with alcohol or something. Yeah, I haven't seen like I never saw her again. And she's like, "Huh? Well, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> it's like okay. It's like wow. All right. So. But you're right. Like it's better if you obviously say something, yeah. right? Um, especially when like it gets to that point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they seem happy at the end. Yeah, I mean, you know. arguably no no harm. Uh, no harm done. It's, you know, not necessarily 
anything malicious that Homer did, uh, you know, a little dishonest in a sense, but at the same time, he was struggling quite a bit and he didn't know how to deal with it, right? So you can, like I said, you can kind of, or at least I, I feel like I can understand him because of his character and yep. knowing that he, it, like, he didn't want any of these feelings or whatnot, but they were happening and he was trying to avoid them as much as possible. And that's, I think that's a big reason why he didn't tell Marge because he's like, you know, he didn't want it to become too real. And so. So it kind of makes sense to me, and yeah, it's just I, I think that ending is always, it's obviously there to make the not twist, but like the reveal of Marge to be like, oh, like who did he pick, Marge yeah. or Mindy? Because she's still wearing that sexy nightgown, and oh, it's Marge. Yeah, yay. but it's definitely a con- <clears throat> that's definitely why they did it. But it also but it I makes think it confusing. It makes because it very it's like, confusing. It could have just been like you know, uh, you don't do what you want to do. I'll I'll uh, uh, respect you no matter what you choose. And then it could like cut to Homer coming home to Marge and being like, I love you, you know? Yeah. But they wanted to have that like, oh, is he going to fuck her or not? Because <laughs> they have the sexy music playing, you know, like it's yeah. very clearly yeah. done yeah. to make you think like, oh, he, like, like they kiss and then the sexy music plays. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, he's going to be like <laughs> cut to them fucking. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> oh. Wow. Hey, people do it. Um, yeah, Just they do. do it. Get your what is get your scalp checked for ringworm. No, for ringworm. <laughs> the NRA. The oh, other NRA. Man. Um, do we wanna talk about uh, the reference desk? Yeah, but before we do that, the ending of this episode has a man sexually assault both Homer and Marge, I would say. Oh right. We gotta the bellhop. We gotta talk about this, don't we? <laughs> we don't have to. Fucking bellhop. It's it's very disturbing when you think about it. Well, he definitely bothers me. Yeah. Like but always was weird. Like he snuck into their room. Yeah. Talk waited about till the... waited yeah, till their where lights were was off. He? <laughs> yeah. Under he, the bed. Yeah, he was either waiting there or he snuck in at some point while the, the lights w- were off and they were good. But then you'd under see the light from and... the door. Yeah. Right. He was, so he, he was, was waiting. The there. He was the waiting. call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. You know what probably happened? He was probably cleaning or doing something, and then Homer and Mindy came home. He's like, Oh shit. And like hid. Bell hops don't clean. Well, this one does. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He was buffing. Oh, that's yeah. true. He was yeah. buffing. <laughs> this isn't a very well-run hotel, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's probably run by fossil fuel companies. Um, but he, because, <laughs> I mean, they destroy the solar energy panel. But he sneaks in and <laughs> basically gets in bed with them mm-hmm. and starts making sex sounds at them. Who is this man? <laughs> Who do know. you think you are? But Homer punches, Homer him, punches him, which is cathartic, but at the same time, and like as a kid, I'm like, haha, that's funny. But as an adult, I'm like, that's like scary. And that, yeah, good job for punching him, but also like there should be more repercussion to that. And like if I if I was either Homer or Marge, I would be terrified. Right? I would not stay at that hotel anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, so it's getting very, very deep into a joke that they obviously just wanted. Because they thought those noises were funny. Yeah. But but there you have it. There you have it. So the reference desk. Yeah. Uh, Birth of Venus, when we were first introduced to Mindy. By Botticelli. That's right. Um, I've seen it. In the Flesh? In the Flesh. At the that, Louvre? At the Louvre? No, it's in, uh, Italy? it's in Italy. It's in, in Italy. the Uffizi Museum. Ah. Uh. In Florence. Right Ooh. on. Um, Burnge, the Burns, 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 of course, unleashes <laughs> flying monkeys in reference that fall to, to their death. Yep, that <laughs> all of them immediately <laughs> die. Uh, reference the, the film The Wizard of Oz. I've heard of it. <laughs> um, and of course, Hogan's Heroes. Colonel Clink. Mm-hmm. And it's referencing It's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Carol, apparently. <clears throat> Um, Barney is humming the tune to the sitcom I Dream of Jeannie when he's being pictured in a bikini. That's the one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the episode title is a reference to The Last Temptation of Christ. Yep. Who? Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Yes. Sorry. I should use the full name. Willem yes. Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. He was in a film called Antichrist as well. 
My, my. And The Last Temptation of Christ, wherein he played the Christ child, man. And he's the model for Christ the Redeemer. Is he? Nope. (laughs) 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 Um, The uh, uh, chalkboard gag is a reference to The Shining Yeah. this episode. All work and no play makes Bart a dull boy. I'm very, very happy about that. Very happy to see that. That's a movie you like? That movie's great. Could talk for another three hours about that movie. Let's Please not. Don't. Who wants to join me? <laughs> nope. All right. Um, the boy saying the refuge of the damned is from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, it totally is. Um, the uh, the uh, Homer and Mindy, sorry, share a chili dog like Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Smooch. Uh, Homer sweats like Roger Ebert. Homer sings a rough version of the song Mandy. By Barry Manilow, not Mindy, <laughs> not Andy, not Andy, not Andy. <laughs> Mandy, Mandy. Uh, and of course, um, Ziggy is getting too preachy. Um, and Barry White's song "Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Babe." My darling, I can't get enough of your love. He was in a previous episode. He sure was. Leave all Fucking the day. snakes alone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Favorite joke? Uh, so, I mean, we've mentioned all of them, but th- so I'll just rattle off the three that I think are my favorites. The monkeys, sure, I think it's very funny. Continue the research is a great uh, capper to that. Um, Joey Jojo Junior Shabadoo, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the uh, solar energy panel, and yeah, just the way the guy says, yeah, well, best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> I would add Lionel Hutz. Yes. Hey, that's my office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always wonder what episode they had him in to do. Like whenever he has those like tiny little one-off lines, yeah. I always wonder what episode they had Phil Hartman in to do like a like a bigger part. And then and they had him fill out pretty, these. I mean, like he pretty much shows up in every episode is the thing. That's true, yeah. Like he like he was in the last episode we did, Bart's Inner Child. That's right. Yeah. Um I think he was in the one before that, March on the Lamb. Oh, and he was in um Well, we didn't do Bart's Inner Child. Oh right, sorry, the last one we did was uh, um, but he had a larger Bart's. part in in Bart's Inner Child because he had like full sequence with uh um Brad Goodman. Yes. Right. So maybe it was that one. Yeah. Um it just brings me joy being like, hey, fill in these parts too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> while we've got you. Yeah, while we've got you here. <laughs> Can you just say some things in Lionel Hutt's voice and then some things in Troy McClure's voice? And we'll just put them in where we need them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and still pay you. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. For the episode. <laughs> uh, I think I already said mine. Say it again. I can't remember what it was. Okay, good. <laughs> so clearly, clearly had an impact on you. I, like, I just had a huge just meltdown in my brain. brain. Good. Fart. Yeah, just like, it's just like... It's gone. So <laughs> listen to this episode, and at some point, maybe Greg will say it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I can't God, keep track I of your it. shit. I said it. I know I said it. I said what it was, and I said it was my favorite scene of the of the episode, and it was that Homer dying or Homer killing that guy. No, not Homer killing man. Let's that go through the horrible. episode. All right, was so it, it starts tube? with the tube. No, not the tube. Bart painting no, the, the lines. painting lines. No, no. But that was damn good. <laughs> that was damn funny. All right, we're going to do a quick fire uh, episode recap. Bart paints the lines, gets in trouble. Uh, Homer kills the guy. They need an escape plan. Oh, it gets put in the pneumatic tube. And then they needed to hire someone new. Zutroy's there. Oh, but Stuart's there too. And then there's Mindy. And Homer's like, oh my God, Venus, Botticelli. And then, uh, oh, you're hallucinating. That's not a good sign. And then he drives into the trouts and the trouts sing at him. And then uh, Bart gets the glasses and all the other stuff. And then Homer comes home and they're like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm weird and I'm sick and I got fish sticks. And then uh, <laughs> am I catching anything yet? The no. song Mandy. <laughs> It's the Mandy song. (laughs) It's the song. It's the song. I'm so sorry that that was like, I honestly did not mean to do that. I was kind of having fun trying to rapid fire my way through it. But then I just totally fell out of my brain. I apologize for that. Um, But that about brings us to the end of our episode. Sure does. Um, Emma Sinclair, it was great to have you back after a year of you being gone. What's next for you? Are you going to? Go into the ether again? Yeah, I think I'll just not exist for however long it Check is. Check out Calgary's you... mystery spot. Yeah. And 
fall off the face of the earth. Exactly. See you never. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything you need to plug before you go into the ether? Um, No. No? Oh. You you don't have anything with the Tidy Whities coming Oh, the Tidy Whities are hosting a... um, Clown workshop. Clown workshop. A Buffon clown workshop. It's $15 on Saturday, (laughs) November 5th. There you go. Tidy Whities are providing snacks. It'll be a good time. Alice Nelson and Judith Mendelson are teaching it. People should register. Right on. Yeah. Right on, right on, right on. Mm-hmm. Thank you for plugging that. Thank you for reminding me. And bouffant means silly, right? Yes. I'm not really sure. I guess... I think it's a French word for something like that. Anyway. Yeah. So well, my understanding... It sounds like buffoon. Hmm. I think that's where it's derived from, if you look at the etymology. Right. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> I'm going to be there. Great. I'm going to see what it's all about. <laughs> Excited? Yeah, it'll be a good time, I think. Good. Yeah. I'm going to Halifax, yep. and I'll be in Halifax on that day. Mm. And you'll be in New York. New York. Yeah. Okay, so well, screw both of you. Us. <laughs> I, well, I was about to wish you the best of luck, but you can <laughs> but go I fuck yourself. that. <laughs> Just kidding. You're both great. Have fun on your trips. I wish I was going. <laughs> How about you, Al Pal? Uh, I am going to be in a show for Christmas time. It is called Hansel and Gretel. I'm going to be playing a witch. <laughs> so Alan's in drag. I'm going to be. Yeah. Yep. I'm, her, I'm sure we'll, drag, we'll hear more. So. We'll hear more about that as we get closer to the yes. date. Yeah. I'll yeah. have more details. Yes. <laughs> but it'll be in Okotoks, and it'll be silly and fun. Mm-hmm. I am in a show called "Twas the Night Before Christmas" at Stage West. I mean, the end. <laughs> come out and see it if you want. Is there food? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's food. So that's a big selling point right there. Mm-hmm. And you can eat it while you watch, which is, um, I don't know how that's going to go over with a bunch of kids in the audience. I think they get macaroni and cheese, so it'll be okay. Okay, they'll be fine. Yeah. I hope they don't throw anything at me. I hope they do. <laughs> rude. Money. In the words <laughs> I of I hope Emma. they throw yeah, money. Yeah, that was so rude. rude. That was really rude. You didn't rude. let me finish. I said money. I hope they throw money at hey, you. Hey, hey, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> money. <laughs> I hope they throw money. Money at you. Because Metaphorically, like I hope they give you a lot of money. Yeah, Come on. I hope, I hope they throw money nice. at you and macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that does it uh, for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. Once again, if uh, you have any questions, quandaries, corrections, or omissions... You can email us at the hammock district on third numerical three at gmail.com. Uh, and you can reach us on Twitter at bad neighbors pod or on Facebook. And you can leave us a comment on the wall and uh, we'll uh, hang out. And, um, <laughs> Everyone will have a good time. Yeah. And you can like and subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. And if you leave us a good review, we'll mention your name on the podcast. How about that? And send you a shiny dollar. Don't. Oh? Don't make that promise because <laughs> we've already had some people. Oh, really? Yeah, leave five star reviews. Oh, so good. So I'll send them a dollar. This is not retroactive. <laughs> uh, and if you want Shiny to support, nickel. hey, if you want to support Boathouse Podcasts, uh, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. H A U S to spell house. Studios. Spelled like German. Way. Yeah, like the German one. Uh, that's it. That's it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks again, Emma. And Mm -hmm. we will be here next time talking about uh, the virtues of uh, Gamblor and his neon claws (laughs) as we discuss the uh, episode Springfield or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Legalized Gambling. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for listening, everybody. And keep watching this. Bye.